Welcome to the Alicia Power Show. You're here because you want to hear something that'll touch your soul. And as the founder of soulmentoring.com, well, I'd like to bring a moment like that to you. What quite often is the reason is that you may not trust yourself. Hello, my name's Alicia Power and welcome. Thank you for being with me today. I'm a spiritual intuitive and I chat two-way with the world of spirit. And I've been doing that now for about three decades. So today I'd like to talk about why some people find it hard to hear their spirit guides. Now this is a really, really interesting topic and I think many people watching this video might be quite curious about why some people find it hard to hear their spirit guides. Now, one of the key reasons is that if it, this is an issue for you and if you're curious about this topic and that you, and maybe you've tried to talk to your spirit guides and you can't hear them, what quite often is the reason is that you may not trust yourself. I just want to give a little a quick analogy about artists that when they have a blank canvas in front of them, some artists, <clears throat> especially in, uh, impressionistic artists, who just start creating shapes and colors and follow their flow of creating something on paper. They have quite a lot of trust in their process. They're not doubting every moment of shall I go left or right on the paper in terms of creating shapes. They're giving themselves permission to just kind of stream of consciousness to start just creating images and colors on paper. It's a little bit like that where you've got to kind of jump and trust and follow. Because if you stall and stop the process and doubt the process, just coming to a screeching halt, wondering if you're doing it right, wondering if it's just you, then that causes the openness of the valve to shut. So it's about your level of trust and trusting yourself and very much like jumping in a swimming pool, it's got to have that moment where you jump and you know it's going to be a bit cold. So it's just jumping and kind of letting go of hesitation. And it's the same thing when you are asking a spirit guide a question. The next moment is important where you don't freeze up, where you don't <clears throat> distrust, where you don't close that aperture, where the information wants to come back towards you, where you, like an artist, keep flowing, keep trusting. It might sound a little illogical, but actually that's the way that communicating with the worlds of spirit and with your spirit guide works. You have to have that willingness to stay relaxed and to trust the process. So I do recommend that you work on that and practice that. Quick way to practice it is find a way to, commute, to meet a spirit guide, you can pick up a book. There are YouTube videos. If you go to my website, which is soulmentoring.com and go to the menu and you can see courses there. Uh, I've got a beautiful 
starter course for how to talk to your spirit guide where there are six beautiful workshops, 20 minute workshops that help you connect for your first time with a spirit guide. So that's not this video, but once you've connected with a spirit guide and then you want to just tune your ability to hear them, that's what this video is about. It's about keeping that aperture open and trusting ask a question and then practice just staying relaxed comfortable and like that artist just trusting and jumping and seeing what comes back without stopping the process without um, cutting in on the process with a moment of doubt or with a thought about a thought that's doubtful so that's one major issue is trusting yourself and trusting the process and working on staying relaxed and open in that moment where you want to receive an answer. Very, very important. Another reason why someone can't hear their spirit guide or is finding it difficult to hear their spirit guide is a really simple one, and that is practice. Uh, just like learning to play the guitar or learning to play the violin, when you first start, it's tough. The noises coming out of those instruments aren't what you're wanting to hear. But the more you practice, your body gets used to creating what you want to hear. And over time, you start creating what you want to hear, meaning that the body memory starts to kick in. Same as jumping on a bicycle for the very first time. Oh, it's a bit wobbly. But then after a while, this natural sense of balance starts to just kick in. So I want to say it's about practice. And a really excellent way that quite powerfully, practically gets you trusting and accessing the information coming back to you is writing, stream of consciousness writing. So this is how to do it. Piece of paper journal and book, whatever, write a question to your guide. First of all, connect to your guide. And then you want to open a conversation. You're going to do it on paper. So write the question down. Ask the guide that question. And then imagine, you can use the, you, you can use the word imagination if you wish to, because that actually relaxes you. Start writing. Just trust it and just keep writing. And don't use your logic to assess it. That's step two. Step one is just writing. L trust, jump, let the intuition of what you feel is wanting to be written, just write it down, stream of consciousness. Step two, when you've finished, then read it and assess it with your logic. Logic's great for assessing. Okay. And do that every day. Five minutes. Connect to your guide and write. The the practice and the connection between asking a being in the world of spirit and then writing it out in physical, in the third dimension physicality on paper with your hand. It's best to actually do it with a pen on paper rather than typing in, by the way. <clears throat> There's a really interesting process that happens where it's like a highway starts getting built. So the practice helps that highway open and the more you're, you're in step two where you're reading and comprehending what's being written 
your trust goes up and you're noticing that it makes sense, that something connects with your heart, that opens your heart, it connects with your heart, something's being said there that touches your heart. And over time, months, just every day, practice this. Over, over time, your confidence grows, your trust grows. And after a little while, in your own quiet moments, when you turn to your spirit guide and ask a question, you feel the information coming back to you and your trust and confidence is there. Now, now you've got a machine. Now you've got a question and answer machine. And you can start asking that spirit guide questions about anything. And a lot of um, what takes place in that moment where you're online with your spirit guide is focus. There's an element of focus that's a huge element of when you've asked your question, keep your focus on where you've asked your question to and let the information start coming back to you. You'll practice now because you've been doing a lot of writing, <clears throat> a lot of stream of consciousness writing. So practice is the other one that's very, very, very important in a formal way, in a formal setting where you're very deliberate and very determined to open up that highway of two-way information with your spirit guide. And this is a very experienced spirit guide two-way communicator. I've been doing it for three decades. Clearly, easily chat to the worlds of spirit. And uh, that's what I train people in. So two very powerful tips to train you in how to talk to your spirit guide and reasons why you may be finding it difficult to hear your spirit guide. Thanks for listening. My name's Alicia Power. You can visit me at soulmentoring.com. Namaste. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you may like to subscribe or share this episode. If you'd like more training on spirit guides and soul evolution, visit soulmentoring.com. See you in the next episode.